You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. We're grateful to have you with us. Uh, Did you know you can listen to Real Presence Live and any of the daily programs you hear on Real Presence Radio on our app? Simply go to the App Store on your phone and search for Real Presence Radio. Once downloaded, Real Presence Radio is accessible anywhere you are at any time. So, if you don't have the RPR app yet, go to your App Store right now. You can download it even as we listen to our uh, our first interview. Beautiful. Well... We're here with Rebecca TC. Rebecca, thank you for joining us. Well, thank you for having me. Absolutely. So we were thinking about the show today and thinking about in this time where it's you know, we're kind of stuck at home and it's but it's also spring, season of hope, mm-hmm. and it's Easter. Mm-hmm. And like, who could talk to us about some fun things they've been doing at home and with kids at home, keeping busy must be kind of a challenge. But there are some creative people out there, creative moms, and so I just thought it'd be good to hear about some things you've been doing. And I've seen. Uh, Lately, uh, I was going to say maggots, but they're not maggots. But turning oh. turning ugly little things into butterflies. Yes, yes, we have. <laughs> yes. Maggots. So, <laughs> yes. Caterpillars, caterpillars? Is that the word? Caterpillars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't sound as disgusting, though. No, but thank you, Father, for, you know, right at <laughs> breakfast time. That's oh. nice. Oh, come on. It's 10 o'clock. Oh, it is. Right. East Coast, 10 o'clock. East Coast. So, <laughs> anyway, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, sure. Uh, my name is Rebecca TC. I have been married to my husband for... 16 and a half years Mm -hmm. we have five children ranging from um almost 15 down to three so we have teens all the way to toddlers Mm -hmm. which makes it a little bit unique as well Mm -hmm. right but it seems like you handle the challenge well so being stuck at home has that been hard for you at all um you know we homeschool so we haven't had the challenge of trying to do the school at home yeah. Um, I have had a lot of the, well, this hasn't changed a whole lot for you then, but the hardest part of homeschooling is actually being home. Like we are, we are involved in the church and my kids are in sports and I had a son on the varsity swim team this year and we're in Boy Scouts. And so being home with five children all the time and having no activities has been kind of a big change for yeah. us. So yeah, it's... Um, the beginning was a little bit more challenging. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a lot of me feeling like I now needed to fill this time mm-hmm. and scrambling to find mm-hmm. all these activities and how can I how can I make this special for them and how can I make it fun and how can I make it not seem like they're missing things? Mm-hmm. Um, and that was kind of a lot of stress in yeah. the beginning. Um, I felt like I was just, I, I felt like we were busier being home than we had ever been when we were out all the time. Sure. Um, lately, I've actually let go of some of that. You referenced me being a creative mother, and I will tell you, I am not a creative person, but God has blessed me with five very creative children. Huh? So um, I have learned through all this that some of it is letting me step back and allowing them to be creative, which means um, my uh, it means that my house is covered in confetti. Oh, like, <laughs> I mean, shreds of paper and uh-huh. army guys and... I mean, they have put on, they have written and directed and staged their own three-act play, which meant that half the stuff from my kitchen was in the, I mean, it's a complete disaster, but like they are thriving with this freedom to kind of just do their thing. Uh-huh. Um, my girls are very artistic and we have bracelets and paper dolls. And and so I, I started the beginning of this with all these, I'm going to buy, you know, canvases and we're going to do these paintings and they have had more fun with like popsicle sticks and scissors and egg cartons and 
just being creative uh-huh. and uh, me allowing that to happen, which is a little bit of stepping back and allowing the mess. Uh-huh. Beautiful. So you were involved in co-creating with God, I suppose, of these beautiful children. Yes. And now their gifts are kind of flourishing and stepping back and seeing all that kind of flower. They are, yeah. Beautiful. Yep. So simple things at home, they're, they're just kind of finding and taking advantage of. Um, but I think there still may be some ways that maybe there are some seeds that you planted, huh? Um, well, yeah, I mean, like the caterpillar thing, that's just, I've, I've kind of been letting them lead a little bit more. Uh-huh. Like I said, at the beginning, it was me trying to find all these great yeah. things for them. And some of them liked it and some of them did it. And it was um, my youngest, my three-year-old, I pulled out all of our spring books um, I am, I will say, I'm so thankful this is, all this is happening in spring mm. and not like February. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we've gone on nature walks and then we've been able to take it a little bit further. We went on a nature walks and we took pictures of tracks that we found and other animal remains and things that we found. And they came home and pulled out their field guides and identified things. And they've just had a time to kind of do, mm-hmm. you know, take things a little bit further. Mm-hmm. Um, when I pulled out all of our spring books, you know, about seeds and flowers and bugs and all the fun stuff that kids can learn about right now, my three-year-old has wanted to read nonstop this book about the life cycle of a butterfly. And it's not a fun kid's book, mm-hmm. but that's all he wants to read. So for Easter, we surprised him with caterpillars. Mm-hmm. So we got to watch them grow and eat and grow and eat and um, kind of tuck themselves into their little chrysalis and waited for a three-year-old. That was the hardest part. Mm -hmm. When they were first all in, we asked him, Benson, how long is it going to take? Five minutes, (laughs) you know, which turns into a week later, but watching them every day, taking care of them every day. um, Well, how long does it take? It takes a little over a week and they don't all happen at once. So it was kind of like, you know, then you wonder because we did have a little incident where the whole little habitat got knocked over. So mom was carefully taping back up chrysalises and (laughs) um, praying that I didn't kill any of them. And all four came out. So, yeah. Things didn't go perfectly? No, they didn't. They didn't. It's beautiful to hear about this um, kind of letting, in a sense, watching, waiting, letting some of the creativity of the kids come out mm-hmm. and kind of responding to that, going with it. It's almost, um, in a sense, you know, life in general. It's like the Lord is doing certain things. You take advantage of opportunities that arise. It's spring. Thanks be to God. Right. You know, let's see what opportunities the Lord brings us to take a nature walk. Or, but listening in prayer, listening, watching circumstances, listening even to the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I was impressed with... Uh, I only saw a couple of pictures, but the chrysalis turning into the butterflies. Mm-hmm. So, what, are they all the same color? Um, they are. They are painted lady butterflies. Okay. Oh. Um, so the, the, I mean, that's another cool thing about the butterflies when their wings are closed. They're kind of a brown, and they're so we learned about camouflage. And I mean, there's mm-hmm. another thing with homeschooling and people who weren't homeschoolers but are now home. There's so many learning opportunities throughout the day. Like we don't just have to learn mm-hmm. in books. They're just learning all the time. So, yeah, when the wings are closed, they're kind of shades of brown. It looks, you know, so they can blend in with trees. Mm-hmm. When they're open, they're reds and oranges and white, black. They're So they're interesting. Mm-hmm. We'll be letting them go this weekend. Mm. Yeah. Hard to do. They're excited. They're excited. Are you going to tag them and track their process? <laughs> tag their little legs? Do you put a little band on there? Yeah, or yes, we'll be banding them and following them with the GPS. <laughs> yeah, well, I think you can That's order good. radio trackers now. Amazon has. Is those. that right? Yeah, excellent. So they're yeah, little mini ones. Butterfly size. Butterfly, sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, well, good. So we think about um, 
like field guides and I said even with the birds I've been noticing I never mm-hmm. noticed birds this oh. this spring though just, you know all the birds tweeting everywhere all morning it's like this symphony out there um, yes but what kinds of things so like field guides and people mm-hmm. can get field guides if they start noticing the birds out there what else yeah I mean Amazon still ships it's a little bit slow but there's a I, w- I wish I knew the brand. Actually, there's a guide. There's this whole set of Minnesota field guides, and we have quite a few of them. We have wild berries, and we have, and and we have flowers, and we have um, animal s- tracks and scat. It's uh-huh. a fun one. Oh, that <laughs> um, fun. And then birds. And you mentioned birds. Our 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 second or our oldest daughter, I guess, Lydia is. We call her our little ornithologist because mm-hmm. she, I mean. I don't know half the birds. She knows the birds by color, by song. She knows if it's a male or female. We had one at the feeder the other day. She goes, oh, well, that's a female, but she still has some of her winter plumage. Yeah. And I'm saying, like, <laughs> this is my 10-year-old. Yeah. Again, like, she she real, she real reads bird field guides for fun. Right. So, so like I said. might surprise us. Yeah, just yeah. Not, not my thing. I've had more interest. I know more birds. I mean, when I was growing up, it was like, there's a robin. There's a cardinal and a blue jay, and that was about the extent yeah, of my knowledge of birds. Mm-hmm. Duck. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. She. The boy is actually. Uh, they're they're doing Boy Scouts still uh-huh. virtually. You know, by meeting online, okay. and they did a. Um, it was a bird studies merit badge, and they had a identify twenty merit badge, twenty birds mm-hmm. over this period of time, and they were both like Lydia, Lydia. So she followed them around. I'm like, I don't think Lydia's getting the merit badge, but so she helped her brothers. <laughs> So there's opportunities for charity or even contemplating the wonders of creation, God's goodness recl- reflected through creation in this in this time, this spring of stay at home. And by the way, we are on Real Presence Live. Thank you for joining us. I am Father Daniel Weiske with Deacon Dan Goshi, your Hi. hosts, and Rebecca Tisi, yes. one of our wonderful local mothers here, uh, just sharing some things that how to how to keep everyone active, engaged, busy at home, and happy and healthy. Mm-hmm. So thank you for joining us. Thank you. And. In this time, have you seen any positive effects on your family? Oh, I, I definitely have. Um, I think, and I think many families can say the same. Like everyone's busy. There's all different levels of busy, but you're just busy. And having the, the busyness taken away. And for me, it was nice because there's so much stuff that we say yes to um, for our children that I'm like, oh, you know, do I want to sit at the ball field five nights a week? They love it. It's great for them. Yeah. Having those decisions taken off my plate and it's not mom letting them down has actually been really nice because they're not mad at me. We've all had, and we've had so much together time. Again, as homeschoolers, we're together anyway, but um, they're outside. They've had more time um, of just free time. Like, because we're at home during the day, but then everyone's going different directions in the evenings, mm-hmm. um, different sports, different activities, different, you know, meeting with friends, things like that. But we've had, they've had, they've played more board games than I think we've seen in years. Um, they're really working together. Um, the boys and my husband just redid a whole garden shed and Nate kind of gave them some direction and they cutting and pounding and nobody was injured. There was no mm-hmm. fighting. There was yeah. no... Yeah. So it's been really, everybody I feel is just a little bit more at peace because mm-hmm. there's just not so, we're not trying to get to everything. Yeah. So there's some peace in that. There's some blessing. Yeah. Now, what do you say um, prayer has changed at all or how has prayer helped your family in this time with integrating things and changes? And mm-hmm. um, well, I think prayer is what's getting our family through mm-hmm. this. Um, it's been, the, uh, the biggest challenge for all of us um, has been not being able to go to Mass, um, not being able to receive the Eucharist. Uh, 
we're doing Sunday Mass. We're still making it special. We are, you know, setting up our altar and we're doing our TV. I will say as it goes, it's harder and harder to keep kids engaged when it's on television. Um, but I, we are so blessed with the technology that we have right now that my kids have really seen kind of the universality of the Catholic Church that we can have Mass on Sunday and then we can go watch a couple different homilies from different priests, maybe priests who we haven't priests that were here that you know we haven't seen in years um, we've been able to um, have family rosaries with my family um, like my sister and my nephews who live in Michigan mm-hmm. um, we've done night prayer with different priests we um, so we learned very quickly that um, our church was our, our lives was ordered our lives were ordered by the church um, which was wonderful but then when that went away it was like especially during Lent you know Wednesday night mass and soup suppers and Friday stations of the cross and We got really creative with doing Stations of the Cross at home, and we did our own, you know, Paschal Candle, and we had our own bonfire, and it's really stretched us to bring more of that, the domestic church, home, um, and to do more daily prayer time, and to, you know, stop at noon in San Angeles and say a a Divine Mercy Chaplet at three, and to teach us that it's actually on us to order our lives toward God, you know, every so often. So A beautiful testimony, Rebecca. Appreciate that. That It was a good... Good thing we called you. Yes, good so. thing. Good job. Glad you're here, Rebecca. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you so much. And uh, the, the church, you may not be able to attend in person, but seek and ye shall find. The church is there, right? Amen. All right. Up next, Father Daniel will share some things that the Lord has laid on his heart. Deep thoughts with Father Daniel coming up. And later on, <laughs> what it's like to run a grocery store during the coronavirus madness. We'll visit with a deacon who knows uh, all about that. Coming up when Real Presence Live continues. Live. Engaging and local. This is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network.